Hello everyone. <clears throat> I hope I am audible and welcome to the Goodwill Meditation Group webinar. Today is the 29th of April and of course it's a Wednesday because that's when we always do the Goodwill Meditation Group work. <clears throat> And today we're, a lot of us are, in, are now two, three months into a topsy-turvy world, a world that's been turned on its head and it's going to be very interesting to see what direction we come out of it from. And of course, one of the reasons why we have these meditation group meetings is to empower human consciousness to find a proper, a good solution to what has become a very serious and significant issue. And today we're going to continue um, our theme of discussing the problems of humanity and a very, very relevant problem of humanity in this case, which is that of capital and labour, which is so significant in this particular circumstance where so many people have had their either their jobs have been taken away from them through no fault of their own or are doing their jobs remotely and it's a very different world that we're looking at and to discuss this <coughs> we will be welcoming Mince van der Velde from Geneva and Florian Harvey from Geneva and they will be reflecting upon the problem of capital and labour and their, and their proper relationship And I'm addressing you, of course, they're, they're working from the Geneva headquarters and I'm working from the London headquarters. And we also have able assistance with technical bits and pieces from our New York office and Michael Galloway. So, as you know, the Goodwill Meditation Group is a worldwide group of people who link up each Wednesday at noon, and it's noon in New York right now, to meditate on goodwill. And this, this group aims to stimulate and strengthen the goodwill expressed by humanity as a whole. We meet the last, the webinar meets for the last Wednesday of each month, and it provides a platform for us to come together to use the goodwill meditation to reflect upon how goodwill and the power of meditation can be used positively in the world and to reflect upon the kinds of issues that and areas where goodwill can make a difference and can create change, positive change in the world. We know that goodwill is love in action. <clears throat> that very simple, very potent definition. 
and it exists in all relationships that carry a note of loving intention. It's positive, it's dynamic, it can be consciously used for the betterment of humanity and the planet. In essence, it's the name we give to the potent energy of divine will as it's, as it's expressed through human relationship. And this powerful energy can overcome all separating forces and has the potential to transform all aspects of our societies and the planet itself. It redeems, it unifies, and it can reveal the essential goodness underlying all phenomenal expression. We can see that the existence of goodwill is evidence of the link between humanity the spiritual hierarchy and the divine. And so we'll turn now to doing our meditation, which is and as before we begin. Let's recall we're sharing this effort, not just with everyone involved in this webinar, but with thousands of other people, maybe millions of other people of goodwill. They may not be using this particular meditation, but they'll be using other meditations, other prayers. And that we are uniting together as souls in our work. And as such, we have telepathic rapport with all souls. And since energy follows thought, we know that meditation is not a passive or reflective form of devotion, but it's a positive, it's creative use of the mind. And it actively links, connects the inner and outer worlds. So we're using the creative imagination to see ourselves at one with all humanity with all that is progressive, spiritual, and working for human welfare and right human relations. In doing so, we can adopt a confident attitude, knowing that we are acting as a channel for the energy of goodwill. So we begin. We link up in thought with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Goodwill Meditation Group.
we reflect upon the, the great fact of relationship. We are all related in multiple dimensions. And in ever-expanding spheres, we're related to our family, which is becoming a very potent concept at the moment. We are linked to our community. And those are our immediate surroundings. We're linked to our nation. We are linked to the world of nations and thinking of all the interconnectedness that can exist and should exist between nations. And we are linked to the one humanity which is made up of all races, all peoples, all nations, all ethnicities. Conscious of all these relationships, we use this mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. 
I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Reflect upon your own and humanity's relationship with all beings dwelling in the higher realms of mind and heart, known by many names, the spiritual hierarchy, the rishis, the bodhisattvas, All these beings who are honoured by all the world's religions and spiritual groups. Imagine that we're standing together within the center of the spiritual hierarchy, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this being is known as the Christ and other faiths have other names for the one at the center, such as Maitreya, Yamamadi, the Kalki Avatar.
maintaining that high point of contact. Let your thoughts reach out to include all members of the human family in whom the energy of goodwill is active. We sound silently within the heart, the affirmation. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the energy of love flowing from the spiritual hierarchy through all people of goodwill into the hearts and minds of all human beings, infusing them with goodwill, creating loving and harmonious human relationships.
Now let's meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right human relationships and restoring peace on earth. Realize that we are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems and healing all differences and cleavages. linked in thought with people of goodwill all over the world. We say together the great invocation, deliberation and full commitment to its meaning. Aware that we are radiating its potent energies to humanity. 
from the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the centre where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the centre which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone, for your participation in this act of subjective service. And now <clears throat> we're going to do a little bit more work of a slightly different nature. It's all thought form building. And to do this, I invite Minza and Florian to unmute themselves and to say hello. Hello everyone, I hope you can hear me. It's a great pleasure to share some thoughts with all of you. And this is uh, Florian, uh, very happy to be uh, on this uh, webinar. Thank you, Dominic. 
Thank you. So, gentlemen, who's going to speak first? Or are you going to <laughs> talk together? Well, we we uh, flip the coin, and I will start today. <laughs> it's sometimes said that the that the book of problems of humanity is outdated. The, the title of this webinar, Capital and Labor, is a chapter of that book, and that the book should be updated. Well, I have the first edition of it, and this chapter comes from 1945. Of course, the Soviet Union doesn't exist anymore. China and India weren't really on the map of world affairs. But if we take abstraction of these details, the contents of that chapter is really spot on. The world in 1945 was coming out of a 30 year long war, with, which devastated much in many areas of society, health, economy, finance, but also physically whole cities were, were bombed to the ground. Now, in 2020, we are facing a health crisis to be followed by an economic crisis of a non-negligible size. In 2008, we had a financial crisis, which did affect the lives of many. But this time, finances aren't, are not too bad, but the crisis is really hitting the real economy of countries and the world as a whole. Before going into the real topic of this webinar, allow me just to quote a rather uplifting phrase from the book Problems of Humanity. It says, the release of the energy of the atom is definitely the inauguration of the new age. It will so completely alter our way of life that much of the planning at present being done will be found to be of an interim nature. It will simply help humanity to make a great transition out of the materialist, materialistic system now dominating into one in which right human relations will be the basic characteristic. End of the quote. You may think why coming up with this idea, nuclear energy hasn't inaugurated a better world at all. Well, there is a time factor. 1945 is only 75 years ago, and on the scale of evolution, that's simply nothing. But we will discuss some of the implications of this statement that are of interest to us today in our discussion on capital and labor. And I hope to further talk about some of the in very interesting developments on unfolding in this field at the coming Arcane School Conference in Geneva. The chapter on capital and labor opens with, in a, unique sense, in a unique sense, we stand today at the dawn of an entirely new economic age. This is increasingly obvious to all thinking people. This could be said of today too. Why? Well, this COVID crisis has laid bare to many people worldwide the huge discrepancies and inequalities of several decades of neoliberalism, which has been the almost unique economic mantra all over the world. In Europe, there still is a rather good social network functioning, 
which helps people in their daily life through this crisis. An example, Austria, one of the first countries to have had a lockdown, but also one of the first to loosen the lockdown. In Austria, all people from all walks of life, including migrants, were taken charge of by the healthcare system when disease symptoms showed up. Italy, Spain and France, three countries hit hard by the crisis, also have a national healthcare system and do all they can to guarantee a minimum of economic damage for the working classes. Of course, we know that in Africa and South America, a social network is weak, if at all, existent. But even in the United States of America, one of the wealthiest democracies in the world, huge discrepancies and inequalities come to light and many lives are lost. The Tibetan is quite clear on the underlying cause. He says, the dominating world, words in our newspapers, this was written in 1945, over our radios and in all our discussions are based upon the financial structure of human economy, banking interest, salaries, national debts, reparations, cartels and trust, finance, taxation. These are the words which control our planning, arouse our jealousies, feed our hatreds or our dislike of other nations and set us one against the other. The love of money is the root of all evil." End of quote. The years after 1945 were years of opportunity and much progress has been made. There was a real trend towards mutual cooperation and for example, the, Un the United Nations were established, the Declaration of Human Rights and much more. Let me just mention the International Labour Organization, which plays a part in this chapter of Capital and Labour, which is one of the UN agencies uh, to set standards for labour and capital and develop policies and devise programmes promoting decent work for all women and men. At the last uh, Festival Week event in Geneva, we had a very interesting talk of the international labor um, official Alejandro Bonilla Garcia. A lot of very necessary and good work has been done by the UN and many of its agencies, culminating in a project of which in the current days of crisis, little mention is made, namely the Sustainable Development Goals. Now, normally I would have a look at my partner, uh, Florian, because we would be in the same office, but this time <laughs> I can't do that. So I will just ask him whether he has something to add or shall I continue? Can I just, before, before you go, Florian, can I just, can I just say something? <laughs> sure, Sorry. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, just to mention for those who haven't participated in this meeting before, um, what we usually do is we usually allow uh, some space for uh, uh, some thoughts to develop. And then uh, if people want to make comments, um, there's a facility where you can actually raise your hand. Um, and if you do that, if you raise your hand and say that you want to say something, then 
uh, one of us can unmute you and allow you to say something, or you can say something in the chat. Now, there, there have already been two or three things said in the chat, which I think we may want to talk about. Um, but maybe we'll leave them for a little bit later at this point. And I'll, I'll allow, first of all, Florian to take the floor and uh, <laughs> share some thoughts. Okay, C can, you, can you hear me? Yes. 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 Yes, um, my point of view is, um, is often uh, of, of, a, of a more um, philosophical um, uh, trend and, and later um, I will also develop uh, some ideas that we, uh, that we thought of. Um, but over the last decade we, we witnessed a trend of more uh, liberalism. Um, and it's not about uh, left uh, or right of the political spectrum, uh, progressive or conservative. It's, um, it's a worldwide trend. And uh, to give a very small example, in 2008, that's uh, 12 years ago, France had uh, 1.5 billion masks. And um, there was this idea that the pandemic could erupt. Uh, but these masks have uh, have an expiry date and need to be stored or replaced, and the cost of uh, replacement uh, was not uh, was not uh, allocated, and uh, because of uh, budget cuts in that France had in 2020, just before the outbreak, there were only 1.5 million masks, and with no means to import or produce new masks, and and this is symptomatic. Uh, we we see we see that society. Um, has to uh, somehow rationalize its spending and its budgets and very often uh, the, the trend of such budget cuts uh, leads to declines in some very important aspect of society albeit not necessarily the most uh, visible ones or perhaps they're not necessarily visible in terms of when everything is 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 good and we see them uh, very necessary when there are crises. Public health is an example and an instance of uh, such sectors that um, we don't wish to see on the strain, but what we see on the strain, we wish for that public health to be uh, to be strong. Education is such an example of a, of a department of our world affairs, which um, is a very, very, very long-term investment. It's the, somehow the longest-term uh, investment that perhaps humanity can uh, invest upon. Um, so, so this is also very, uh, very relevant. The resurgence of uh, child poverty, and and when we when we have this divide between between um, the the. Uh, the wealth and, and poverty. This is this is always very uh, preoccupying. Uh, we have an epidemic of loneliness to some extent, and the digital age has a lot to do with this, perhaps. Uh, so we, our current economic system, with its incentive on production and consumption, as well as its constant and acute pressure for financial viability, proves its limitation when it comes down to considering the long-term invest investment tending to society's uh, subjective welfare. Um, I think Mins had an example about um, some aspect of how we can tend to uh, welfare, proper welfare, living from day to day. I think there's a topic of universal income that has been coming up to the scene. 
yes, if can, <coughs> I can just insert that here. It's about the, um, you know, there have always been people of goodwill and they see this trend uh, which now has led to disastrous results, but somehow they never could build up a majority in world thinking. In the last two months, a tiny virus has made a lot of a difference. Now things as a universal income are becoming serious option, even for the Spanish and other governments, and even more globally. Um, I just quote an editorial of the Financial Times, which you would not normally consider to be very progressive. The quote is, radical reforms reversing the prevailing policy direction of the last four decades will need to be put on the table. Governments will have to accept a more active role in the economy. They must see public services as investment rather than liabilities and look for ways to make labor markets less insecure. Redistribution will again be on the, on the agenda. The privileges of the elderly and wealthy in question. Policies until recently considered eccentric, such as basic income and wealth taxes, will have to be in the mix. This um, was the Financial Times. Yes, I was just going to say, Mensa, um, we, we have two comments in the chat which are more or less directly related to this, um, this particular editorial, which is quite astounding really to coming from the Financial Times. Um, we have somebody, uh, we have Matthew and Santana who have put, who've suggested um, the following is a global economic proposal, an international trade tax of 1% on, on all internationally traded products collected by the World Bank. And the money given out is low interest loans to small businesses and farm collectives in poorer countries. And this will help solve economic poverty, injustice and labour problems. And also a global carbon tax attached to the above trade tax on carbon producing products and fuels and given out as low interest loans for producing environmentally clean products and energies to help solve environmental and climate problems. Um, so that's, I don't know if Matthew and Santana want to say anything else about that, uh, if, they, if they want to make a contribution I'm just looking to see where they are. Are they here, still here? If they want to be unmuted, they can be. Um, if they want to put their hand up, I will, but I'm not going to force you to say anything. Uh, but if you want to add anything to that, please do so. And maybe you want to respond to that thought just now, Minta or Florian? I think the idea is excellent. The The, the problem is, to get this to the level of, of governments and of decision makers. This is basically the, the whole problem. Uh, well, the Tibetan is giving the underlying grounds, the underlying reasons. And um, maybe I will add the, the, the next uh, chat, which is, uh, um, as I will just quote what I read here, as long as because it's it's important and it's linked to the, the first one, and then I will make a comment on that. As long as the few most richest people of humanity don't make a real sacrifice and give a great part of their richness to the whole, we will never resolve the problem and live in brotherhood. 
goodwill must be in the one humanity. Of course, I totally agree with that, but I'm, I, I, I will just um, give a short anecdote um, of a, a World Goodwill Seminar we had here in, in Geneva. I think it was two years ago, but it may be last year, and there was a, a contribution of a Spanish student who was herself a, a major of, a, of a, a village in Spain. And they were talking about exactly the same topic. But then one of the people in her audience said, well, you know, I can imagine that the, the rich people get still richer and they take, they take more money because I would do the same thing if I were there. And I think here you have a, a clue. We have to, to work in this from bottom up. If, if everybody, uh, um, not only people of goodwill, because they will most probably, uh, although that person in that audience was of goodwill, but still he would fall in the same trap of, of getting money for himself. Um, I think it is very important not to point only to people who are out there and who are doing things in the wrong way. It's, it's a collective thought which we try to build up. And there, the, the, the force and the energy of goodwill is really very strong. And this energy should be activated, canalized, or whatever you call it, by all people uh, of goodwill. Yeah, there is, um, I think it's also, it depends how we, we, we choose to, um, to, 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 to think about these topics. What I like about this, um, um, the idea of, of uh, the, the, the world goodwill as, a, as, a, as an entity is that it, to some extent its intention is to step down um, the, our understanding and help us create a thought form in respect to some topics which are uh, more elusive to us, more, uh, more esoteric. The reason I say this is because it matters, I think, um, a great deal um, as to how we, uh, we, we, we relate to, to uh, our understanding of reality. And with that in view, with that in mind, this is the way that we can create um, detailed thought, thought form for solution. There is always um, this is this is the, the the history of the of 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 our mental nature, so to speak, is to bring um, one fix uh, after the other and to and to solve a complex problem with the number of solutions that this problem requires. Um, one theme, I believe, of the topic of capital and labor is that. To some extent, what we what we need to do as a humanity is to take um, a view which goes from the inclusive to the detail, and and this is this this is not necessarily the habit we have. Uh, I want to say that um, when we when we are um, a household economy where when we are a nation economy we we first look to our 
to the opportunities which are at hand. And then we realize the world is bigger than just our household, bigger than our, na our nation. And so we integrate new ideas. And this world has increased to the level and the complexity that the world is today. So we, we can bring new, um, new solution just to oil the machine, just to make those, this complexity seem a little bit more humane. And this is, uh, this is necessary and this is useful. However, to some extent, and I think this is, this is why uh, World Goodwill uh, is really in this way um, a point of articulation in, 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 in a global thought form, we, we, we want to take a reversal of position. We want to take the position of the soul, which, which has an inclusive perspective on the whole of this debate. And from that inclusive perspective, um, it, it, it radiates its light within our mind so that we will create the thought forms, the detailed thought forms, the, 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 the thought forms that are needed to address very, very uh, specific issues. So um, this, this is my contribution. I, I don't know if it's better to say for a given tax to have 1% or 1.5%, but I, I, I can, I can my testimony would be that we have to address it from the point of view that all resources uh, to start with uh, are resources of one humanity. Um, that wealth, uh, the wealth that we have as a humanity is, uh, is a responsibility that we have as a humanity, as a collective humanity. Uh, there is uh, poverty and there is um, wealth also because there is desire. So a tax is not going to address uh, our handling of our own desires. Um, so, 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 to me again, uh, I think I think this 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 could be also one of the ways to uh, to think about it. Yes, I mean I think <clears throat> it's it's true to say that World Goodwill attempts to grapple with this at the, at the level of principle. Uh, and to reflect on all the different possible solutions and to empower the positive practical thinking of, of experts, I guess, um, economists and um, sociologists and other people of concern. Um, there's quite a number of comments in the group chat. Um, for example, there's just been one from Shiri Pariya, um, who says that most of the human and planetary crises we're experiencing are purely due to mindless consumption and consumerism. The economy and our governance are erected on this premise. The, educated, the education system is geared to producing generations of consumers supporting a growing market. And, and that's right, that the, the concept of growth is more or less fundamental to modern economics and, and she continues this is where we need to bring an awareness of living life and simplicity and basing our relationships on the principles of sharing redeeming ourselves and the planet trade taxation is too far downstream from the source of the problem which is i think is what you were saying um oh I, I, yes in, in in this sense absolutely and 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 i, and I can only um agree of course with uh, with, with this comment um 
we 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 are uh, the culpable of creating uh, an education of consumption, and there has been energies and there has been a, a psychology to which we have been subjected that created um, that, that 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 made us do these things. So in order to um, to live towards uh, simplicity in order to promote uh, sharing in order to um, redeem somehow this mindless uh, consumption and consumerism um, yeah w better education is the key and and that education somehow um, uh, is an education that also involves the relationship between uh, the human kingdom and the kingdom of the soul uh, it's 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 a reorientation also of of how we see happiness it's it's a reorientation of how we see fulfillment uh, do we see fulfillment in consumerism or do we see fulfillment because something inside of us uh, brings us fulfillment this is this is why also we 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 decided to bring forward this quote on atomic energy in the beginning of the talk uh, because it's it's such a peculiar uh, quotation, but it doesn't come by chance. Also, that the human, that humanity itself, within its mind, comes to discover an idea, and that idea is is the release of energy from the atom, and to derive that idea into our society, we can say that to some extent um, the level of creative atomicity or atomic creativity rather uh, this is this is this is growing uh, people can become more creative i'm thinking today of uh, uh, the other day i saw about uh, 3d printers and so on but people can 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 contribute to to the world in a global way they can co contribute in a, in a local way they can contribute from where they are and um, the sharing of money can happen without necessarily a printed currency so what I want to um, just this segment of, 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 of my of my participation to this uh, debate that we're having is that the the world of tomorrow may see tremendous changes in how we uh, use our time and um, a lot of it has to do with how creative we are uh, in, uh, in in modifying the world because when we do modify the world then obviously this these uh, these patterns uh, will um, will be superseded by by our creative and, and actual way of living. Um, I'd just like to add a, another comment. There's there was uh, made by Nicholas Limpopoulos, who says we need to get rid of the ideals of the, of the conflicting ideas of economic liberalism and social dictatorship. The ideas behind these ideals are, are what is private and what is common. And I think that that, that is indeed true, that, that um, the idea of ownership itself needs to be re-examined um, and the, the notion of what is a common good needs to be re-examined. And when we are dealing with such opposites, he continues, we need balance. This balance is not a strictly in the middle, but a dynamic flow. To the example of rafting within the banks of a rushing stream. And certainly the the times, as it were, are creating that rushing stream, and we are having to navigate uncertain waters. There's another. There's more messages coming in. There's a 
Gosh, there's quite a lot here. <laughs> I feel that like we almost uh, quite a number. Yes, the the the, the uh, I don't know if anyone actually wants to say any of them out loud. I mean, you're you're perfectly welcome to if you want to stick up your hand. We'll we'll unmute you. But um, otherwise, uh, Minster, Florian, you can feel free to pick up on one or two of these ideas. Oh, but I see that uh, I was about to, to perhaps um, uh, contribute, but I see, I think two hands have been raised, if, if, oh. if I'm correct. Okay. Uh, yes, indeed. We've got Kit Flourish. Uh, so Kit Flourish. You, oh, I'm trying to unmute you. It's not working. Uh, peculiar. Oh, sorry. I've unmuted you now. Um, ah, yes. Okay, can, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Yes, um, yes one, one thing that um, I wanted to put into the conversation is that humanity, we see now across all cultures, does go through different levels of development. And so the focus is if we can have healthy expressions at each level and have a way of sort of limiting the unhealthy expressions. So the expectation that someone who might be still at a ethnocentric level will suddenly uh, automatically think in terms of global care, I, I don't think is what we should think about. We should think about well, how in those situations do we foster uh, them reaching out and helping those who they think of part of their group and, and sort of limit then the dangerous aspects of, um, of hatred or separatism. And the same way there are people who are really um, benefit and think globally in terms of markets and things like that, but don't necessarily think globally in, in terms of care and compassion necessarily. So I think that as we envision a world where everyone is thinking and caring about everyone, we, we need to think and include those who just are not necessarily gonna be at, at, at that place right now. And how do we also uh, include their healthy expression? I think that's a very fine point and I think it relates um, in particular to um, the differences between well countries who have more more material wealth um, uh, and those who, who haven't and and you know the, the, there are whole countries and our whole regions in which that, that disparity has has gradually developed over time and um, how does that how is that balance readdressed it's a very Difficult concept, but a very, a very fine point, Kit. Thank you. May I again make a comment on this because I think it's it's the same problem which I alluded to uh, a few minutes ago. Of course, we know there are rich countries and poorer countries. It's a very um, how to say uh, not only interesting because that looks academic, but it is even a crucial debate which is going on in the European Union, will the northern countries, the richer ones, help the, the, the more uh, southern countries? 
This is a debate which is not theoretical. This can cost really lives of people. And the, the, the forces are still the same. The richer countries, for the time being, and I hope I'm wrong in a couple of weeks, but for the time being, they refuse and they do not give enough value to the word of solidarity. It's their economical system which is prevailing. But what I wanted to say is we can look at nations, but we can look at ourselves too. I mean, we can have beautiful theories and think globally, but we should act locally with those same ideas. If we want to share, if we want to cooperate, we can do that in our local environment and from there on spread and radiate this energy of goodwill or of compassion. Um, and um, although I, I was just doing it myself, I was talking about big countries who are quarreling themselves. But the, the, the crux of the thing is that we as human beings should start with ourselves. It, it's an open door, but it is still a very truism. That's, <clears throat> um, I noticed that the John Horan would like to say something. So I'm going to unmute John Horan. Uh, hold on, Let's see if that works. Thank you. I just wanted to observe that the very language of labor and capitalism is an old construct and brings up images that may be outdated. I'd like to throw it out to the group that I believe that we can find better language to frame this. And um, that's simply all I have to say. I had a few suggestions, but I don't think any of them are final. We need to be able to put this into words that people today can look at and be attracted to rather than using the words that may have been handed down to us in previous centuries. Thank you. Thank you, John. Um, uh, one thing that has occurred to me is we, we probably aren't going to have time to cover all the very interesting comments that we made in the chat. So what I'm suggesting we do <clears throat> is also is maybe make the text chat available afterwards, probably put it up on the, the page so that people can just see what, what sorts of thoughts have been coming up. Um, does that sound like a good idea? <laughs> Obviously, the, the, the audio will also be up there as well for people if they want to listen to it. Oh, it's certainly a good idea. And, and it's true that looking at the chat, there are, uh, um, I mean, all, all of the, the comments would, uh, would need to be, uh, to be discussed. They're, they're, they're very uh, rich. Absolutely. And, and I think what it speaks to is, is the, the fundamental nature of the problem and, and the way in mm. which our current situation has... Um, shone a very, very bright light upon it. I mean, particularly, we, I don't think we've even had time to talk about this, but the, particularly about the way, the role of various members of society who are not normally considered to be very important, such as people who stock supermarket shelves and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. I mean, the, and the way in which it has devastated certain industries as well and uh, created real hardship. There's... Um, an enormous amount to talk about, you know, the, the way in which it's affected travel is uh, very significant too. But I think we're, we're, we're sort of running out of time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite um, Florian and Mintza 
to if they want to make any final uh, statement and then we'll just close with a very short visualization. Um, well, I will make it just a, a short statement from my side. Um, uh, the Tibetan hints in his books that there will be a, a time in which labor will be more or less relegated to the background and we will have much more time for leisure, education, culture, and not to speak of spiritual development. The, the time isn't there yet, but with the unstoppable progress we make in the fields of optimization, robotization, artificial intelligence, you name it, maybe with this wake-up call caused by the crisis too, perhaps that time may be sooner with us than we imagine. And perhaps John Lennon's song, Imagine, will eventually become a reality. Um, I have uh, perhaps, uh, for, for me, um, there is this idea that it is absolutely normal for a person to to look and gain uh, financial wealth. And when we discuss the, the psychology of the soul in its in the cycle of incarnation, all of this is like esoteric um, philosophy and so on. The idea to gain material wealth is absolutely fundamental. Um, it culminates to the points of reorientation when um, the thinker, the dweller within, says, oh, but that's not what I'm looking for. This wealth is actually plastic. This wealth is not what I really uh, will be nourished from. So we, we should have a space in society where people can be uh, materialistic to a fair degree. What we do not wish perhaps to have and what we could uh, slowly start to change is that the leadership of society should be materialistic. That, that is uh, something which, uh, which needs to be addressed. Indeed. Um, thank you, Florian. Thank you, Minsa. Thank you, Michael, for your technical prowess in keeping things moving with the slides and thank you to everyone for your participation in the meditation which is of course the most important component of what we're doing tonight um, and we're just going to close with a very brief um, visualization and one of the things that we we did last month and we we, we reflected upon the the way in which there is a, a certain degree of fear and uncertainty and anxiety in society and as Michael pointed out one of the the chief ways in which fear is cast out is through the energy of love through the energy of goodwill so we'll just do a very brief visualization based around that theme <clears throat> so let's link up together with the worldwide group of all who love and serve humanity and whom the energy of goodwill is active. We see this group as a unified network which is radiating the powerful energy of goodwill throughout the world.
We see the consciousness of this one united group elevated to the mental plane and stabilized in the light of the group soul. And we visualize the energy of this group soul, this essential love, radiating through this group into all human consciousness, casting out all fear and restoring hope in the future. And we say together the mantra of the new group of world servers. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great one. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. Thank you everyone again. And just to mention that of course, next month, in the last, on the last Wednesday of the month, whatever the date is, I can't, I'm not sure what that is exactly. Um, there will be another World Global Webinar. And before that, of course, there will be the Full Moon Meditation for the WESAC Festival, which you, we hope you can join in. and. If you go to the, the Lucis Trust site, you'll see when that's happening and we'll be broadcasting that via Zoom as well. So good night and thank you.